going out there peasant chat that's right we're talking to the poor people the poorest of all of us people that own three valves two valves v6s in uh uncovered garages with exposed electrical welding with hobart stick welders actually predator stick welders from home depot <laughs> how you guys doing uh today we're going to talk about ford flash f1 <laughs> the the Ford Flash F-150, because that's what's going to happen to the battery when you try to accelerate quickly. It's going to flash and it's going to be gone in a flash. Based on everything you know, are you excited over a fast version of the Ford F-150 Lightning based on the current output of that vehicle, the battery life, the tow, the, the, the battery infrastructure, those things catching on fire is anyone excited over the ford f-150 flash if you are you need to get your head checked in my opinion in my opinion you are just i don't know who the hell you think like the same people excited for the flash are the same people excited for like the gt3 mustang something you'll never see it'll never trickle down to your street car it's just not gonna happen so that was announced uh, a couple of days ago or a day ago where they're like, oh, Ford Tees is the flash. And Farley, when he wasn't, when he wasn't done, when he wasn't dropping bars, he was, at, I don't know where it is. When he wasn't dropping bars, he was introducing what could be maybe a fast F-150 electric I can't truck. fuck with none of y'all niggas. Y'all disgust me. Okay. So, <laughs> so we'll talk about that a little bit. We're also going to talk about the, I am, I am surprised and at the same time, not surprised. I am surprised that the UAW had the nerve to criticize the Biden administration's $9 billion loan to Ford. By the way, GM got a $2.5 billion loan and now Ford got four times the amount almost. GM must be like, bro, what the hell? Uh, why are you picking winners? But the UAW gave its reasoning and it will surprise absolutely none of you. Any of you that uh, make excuses for the UAW, we're going to dive deep into that a little bit, but not before we talk to the peasants to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly announce the entry to the show. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Bill O'Reilly. It all sucks. Now we're gonna uh, shout out the sponsors. Two Auto Solution. Rami Zaydan. Two Auto Solution has the fastest half mile Corvette on the planet, but he smoked the clutch. I guarantee it when he tried to go drag racing in it. Rami Zaydan. Two Auto Solution. Race Motive. PPG. Armorall. Bellax. Wings. And 200 mile an hour cars. Race Motive is the place to go. I got I love them. I tease, but they're good people. And the guy who sold me the, the ZR1 runs that program. Dean Half Performance, Dean Half Performance.com, the only online parts house attached to the show. Dean Half Performance.com, the parts farm. Parts farm's out there. I don't know. He's out there in farms. He's buying Z06s. I don't know. He's just juggling money in the air. Good for you. I might buy that Skittles GT500 from you. We'll see. The parts farm. Conk Performance, Conk Performance. We're testing out some parts. I've been knee deep in tuning on the ZR1 because I want to try some stuff. And I got some good guidance from Mr. Tom. Tom Mods, great guy. So appreciate him. Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com. Him and Rami Zaidan are going to hook up to get headers and barrick all. He-Maz. 
Nick James, PMAS, best cold airs, best sensors, best Belmont, best couplers. Calumer Transmission finally got a lift in his shop. CalumerTransmission.com. He might actually start building stuff to supplement his income because it would be super smart for Ben Calumer to have a shop, have a lift, bring your car in. It leads with the clutch he feels is suitable for your car so that the install is on him. The trans is on him and the install is on him. I think that's an insanely smart idea for the people that don't want to, you know, some people want, like right now, people want Lund Racing to tune their cars in person. And I understand why you like that feeling of like, man, they're here. They're taking care of my vehicle. You can get that with Ben Calamer. Ben Calamer is probably going to start offering some stuff like that. So you can get everything in a one-stop shop transmission related let's say hi to the people talk some shit 2000 mcr andy ali joe swiss michael locks lewis a dunn wesley stewart richard whedon heath s2 r cody kelly douche did it ken McAllister, rich 50 tj skorsky oscar double a Corey b jd swag one of the mods good morning alex and everyone joe jackson chris anderson angel barreca good morning pobreza gregory of 94 gt ver big guns 94 gt vert again robo style smiles byron Nothi, cobra cole daniel phil fez clean 93 gt Corey V says, where is the grand, where is the grand wizard of this shit show? Viate, <laughs> Rican, D-Rock Fox, Nardi Mercado, Walter Hoffman, Boost, Willis, Javier, uh, David, a lot of new people on. That's nice. Nardi Mercado, Matt Class, RPGGT, Rocco Zielli, TRD, Ricky, Made of Stone, DNG, Brandon, what up, cut, DNG, Brandon, man, I'm telling you, in my opinion, you should try to flash everything with a laptop everything you you saw what can happen love you brother we should just do every it's just easier for everybody in my opinion and you can look at your own logs daniel evan smith what's up evan alfredo diaz drock you too evan smith <laughs> everything with a laptop alfredo diaz drock fox the wolf stacks matt class joe swish um what happened someone says a uh, speedy recovery alfredo diaz what's that checking in from the hospital kidney stones oh you're gonna piss out a rock say holy bitch Blake, SK Jeff Boosted, Nardi Mercado, Joe Swish, Tur uh, Alfredo Diaz again, Weisco Racing, and all the usual suspects. Let's get to it. Absolutely. Let's talk about the UAW first. So the UAW, really quick, um, talk some shit about the Biden administration's $9 million loan to Ford. And you know what? Of course, it's not about the loan. It's about them. The head of the UAW on Friday bashed the Biden administration's decision to this week to give conditional approval for a multi-billion dollar loan package to a joint venture between Ford Motor Company and South Korean battery maker without including wage, work conditions, and retirement demands up front. Have you seen how great? You don't understand, UAW. UAW, you don't understand. EV is the end. EV is the end-all, be-all for your stronghold on labor with the big three. Why is that? Because all of it is tied to China, Korea, India, and they don't give two motherfucking shits about unions. They want to make parts cheap and fast. So we're back to making fast, cheap parts. And if they have to partner up with a Eastern based company unions ain't shit we've been absolutely clear that the switch to electric engine jobs battery production and other ev manufacturing cannot become a race to the bottom uae president sean fain said 
Not only is the federal government not using its power to turn the tide, they're actively funding the race to the bottom with billions in public money. Why is Joe Biden's administration facilitating this corporate greed with taxpayer money? Fain continued in a statement which also called the loan a handout. So, let's just get it clear, guys. For the people that don't understand, for the dum-dums. The electric car revolution is a threat to the UAW. The reason it's a threat to the UAW is because now they don't have any stronghold position on new manufacturing. The UAW has a stronghold on current manufacturing and assembly infrastructure. All the plants, all the supposed suppliers are semi-union owned or union run or union backed. And they will hide behind the fact that they want better wages for people and a living wage. The new plants that are supposed to go up from Ford and GM are going to be in Tennessee and Kentucky. That's right. Red states. So Tennessee and Kentucky are going to be the hub for electric battery assembly and production for the foreseeable future for the U.S.-based automotive manufacturers. They actually have a joint venture with a Korean battery maker. The UAW cannot get in there. They can't get in there. The Kentucky and Tennessee are right-to-work states, meaning your ass is canned if you look at the manager the wrong way. Starting wages are going to be at $16 to $22 an hour. Yes, you can make more McDonald's. Go to McDonald's! Like, don't complain that the wages are low. If you're standing somewhere ka-chunk-a-chunking parts without any skill required or brain power, which a robot could do, and be careful, Optimus might be doing assembly work really soon. The uh, Tesla-based Android, whatever the hell you want to call it, robot. If you're a human being and you're ka-chunky-chunking parts, what the hell should you get paid? You should get paid minimum wage and they're being nice by giving you $16 to $22 an hour. You are not owed a $70 to $80,000 job by kachunka chunking parts. Minimum wage is an incentive to move up. Minimum wage was not intended for 40-year-olds or hell, 30-year-olds. If you are stuck in a minimum wage job, you have failed yourself. You are not owed shit. Be better. Get better training. In my opinion, it is a very smart move from Ford and GM and anyone else based in the United States. Tesla does not have a union. Tesla is booming. Look at the stock price. Look at the stock price. You might, well, it doesn't matter. Actually, it matters. What that means is they're getting funding from investors everywhere. You and I, if we put money into Tesla, we are basically investing in the company. Ford is having a hard time procuring private uh, capital, private money, meaning some Saudi prince, some billionaire, someone's like, you know, I need to get rid of a couple billy. What do you guys want to do? Nobody is offering that to Ford. So the government stepped in and said, hey, we want to push this uh, this electrification revolution. What do you got, Ford? Ford's like, well, we're going to go ahead and open up a plant in Kentucky and Tennessee, right to work low tax states. 
and we're going to go ahead and open it up with people making 16 to $22 an hour, non-UAW workers. If the future is electrification, UAW is out. And they're going to try their hardest to get in there and screw it up. That's why they criticize the $9 billion loan that the government gave Ford. 100% about union bull shit. So we can talk about that. You know, you could you could say I'm wrong, but look, the article speaks for itself. And if you all you have to do is do some critical thinking and understand what they're trying to do is tr trying to stop the electrification wave without them being involved. They don't want the electrification wave coming and the UAW not have a stronghold in the assembly and production because then they can literally make cheaper parts. Imagine what would happen if you were buying a Ford and the UAW was not involved. The wages that they make. If they all they got to pay is if all they got to pay employees is a minimum wage and maybe a little better and constantly have turnover because you have newer what happens when you have an old motherfucker doing a job the same job for 20 years he becomes salty he's easier to he's, he's more liable to strike because he wants his same ass shit ass job he's been doing for 20 years putting windshield on from a Taurus to a Mustang to a Crown Vic to an F-150 the same fucking job getting paid 80 to $100,000 a year complaining about overtime he's more likely to strike because he feels he has this, that he's owed more money just because he's been there. No, stupid. That's a low earning job. And it's made that way so that you can move up in the world, get better education, move up. But when you give someone a chunk, a chunk job and big money, they become resentful that they're not getting more money. It is stupid. Every right to work state does better. Do the UAW guys get taken care of? Yeah, but at the cost of the consumer because now it costs $60,000 for a base model Mustang. It's so stupid, or $50,000. So, is anyone excited about The Flash? Has anyone looked at The Flash? I'll look it up real quick. Uh, Flash, Flash F-150. I, I was going to have it up, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. This is so stupid. But I think it leads into it nicely. Uh, Ford trademarks F-150 Flash for a high-performance, go-fast F-150 Lightning version. I'm telling you, if the stock ass Lightning, you're going to give the Flash a better battery pack? So, <clears throat> theoretically, if you give the Flash a better battery pack, wouldn't it tow better? Wouldn't it have more range if you're not on the, on the go pedal? Or is this going to be something that you get, <clears throat> runs 1090s, and gets 80 miles range. Back in February, Ford announced its partnership with Red Bull Racing. Who gives a shit? That the partnership would result in some trickle-down tech that hinted a more powerful version of the F-150 Lightning EV pickup truck. Looks like we may start seeing more about this Hyper EV soon as Ford trademarked the application on the name tied to the F-150. Spotted by Carbuzz, the trademark applied to automobiles, pickup trucks, electric vehicles, and sport utility vehicles, and their structural parts. But what Ford name is the most interesting is the F-150 Flash. It almost certainly not tie into a recently released Flash movie featuring DC Comics superhero, but instead a clue that high-performance versions of the Lightning may be closing in on its debut. Puro pinche 956 a la verga cuz don't care. Puro pinche 956 a la verga cuz want a Lightning, a Shamu Lightning or a Gen 1 Lightning. They don't give a shit. They want, they don't care. They don't give a shit about the Lightning. Puro pinche 956 a la verga cuz. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's just going to be a... 120 mile range at full, you know, full send, 
uh, Lightning that like five people are going to buy. You'll, you'll buy it because Ford cycles are everywhere. You'll see it on Bear Jackson car auctions. You're going to see all that shit. And some cycle billionaire is going to pay a million dollars for it because it's going to charity and it's a write-off on his taxes. What a piece of shit. No, Alex, I need to make 50 bucks an hour per diem. My back hurts. You know, I've been installing windshields since you were a child. And this is BS that I'm only making $120,000 a year without overtime. And that I, and that the machine that assists me pick up windshields, the machine that, that cost a million and a half dollars to develop to assist me so my back don't hurt to pick, it, it, it needs more power because it's starting to hurt my back, the repetitive movement. Say that to a kid that was eight years old Greasing gears in factories back in 1925. Shut the fuck up. To me, it's the same as flipping burgers. If you don't like it, become a tech. Right. Right. UAW guys, union guys, you're not owed a living wage. You're not owed shit. It's if you got a job, count yourself lucky. If you make 16 bucks an hour and you wait a year and see your review and you got a 35 cent raise. That's your sign that this job is not a forever position. <clears throat> this job is now what it's supposed to be. Entry-level dumb motherfuckers can come in there and ka-chunk, ka-chunk and put windshields on without much skill. So it's time for you to learn a new skill. For now, though, you can eat. For now, you can actually make a living wage. For now, you can afford your 1-1 with roaches in it, but that should be motivation. You shouldn't feel resentful that you're not getting... Top-tier money for doing a very simple job. Every guy in SpaceX, none of them are union. Down there in the Puro Pinche 956. Puro Pinche 956. Have you seen how much work they do? Have you guys, or is anyone, I'm a huge SpaceX fan. And I watch the live streams and What About It and NASA Space Flight. All those channels that give you news as to what's happening. So a couple of months ago, they launched the Starship. It destroyed the pad, but it did not destroy the launch mount. In that time, they have fixed it. They have poured new concrete. They installed a water deluge system. They installed tanks. They repaired tanks. They installed three-phase power. They did all of this in three months. Imagine if it was union. Imagine if that was run by a union situation. No, it's all some, some Texicans out there getting shit done in 100 plus degree weather. They look like ants and they're constantly building stuff. They work 24-7, three shifts. Every single one of those guys I bet loves working there because I have work forever. They're going to launch. They're going to break shit. We're going to fix it. They're going to upgrade shit. They're going to put buildings up. We're going to make this <clears throat> star base a big, bustling, beautiful factory in about 20 years, and I will retire. This, from, from SpaceX, being the one that helped put up that guy, that helped stack the booster, that helped put up the high bay, that helped put the water deluge system. A union guy will say, <clears throat> my back hurts from putting on windshields all day. Well, let me go get on my boat. Let me go get on my boat that I was able to afford at my lake house. A guy putting windshields on should not afford a 3-2 with a garage and a lake house and a boat. I'm sorry. That's just not how this shit works. That's why cars are $50,000, $70,000. Shut the fuck up. A tired of entitled ass motherfuckers. I 100% agree. I 
I hate to use myself as an example because I'm going to sound like that old guy that says, back in my day, I never stayed at a job longer than five years or four years without seeing a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. And then I realized really quickly, I got to get better. I got to get better. I got I to gotta educate myself. I got to start from scratch. I can't keep going down the same road if the result is the same. How many of you are stuck at a dead-end job and you think next year it's going to get better? No. If I stick it out, it's going to get better. It's not going to get better, dickhead. You got to do it yourself. You got to get your ass, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and go, I got to eat shit for a couple of years and re-educate myself and get myself in a better position. I ate shit leaving the industrial mechanic world being a millwright. I saw no future in that. I saw myself having no fingers and being in constant back pain at 50 years old. And I said, I got to do something different. Ate shit, lost people, lost friends, lost relationships. But I ended up in a better position because I was able to reinvent myself. These UAW motherfuckers are mad as fuck that they gave $9 billion to a plant that's going to go to a right to work state. That's the whole crux of the argument. Stop it. My dad is pushing me to work for the FAA because of the union benefits. Nah, I'm good. I convert passenger aircraft to cargo aircraft last year on track to make over $100,000 a year. Now, your father is probably trying to look out for you, right? Recon 5.0. <clears throat> and he doesn't understand that, or maybe he under, He wants you to have security. You got to work for the FAA. Mijo, ven acá, ven acá, mira. Tú tienes que trabajar por el aeropuerto. Ese, ese, esos, chavos, esos chavos duran para siempre. No tienes que preocuparte. Te hace 60 mil al año. Está todo bien. And you're like, I'm going to make $60,000 a year for 20 years and retire. Or I can make $100,000 a year, have a high, high risk reward, meaning the job can, the place can go under, whatever. But it's the private sector that you can absolutely make more money in. But if you guys are mailmen, <clears throat> excuse me, mailmen, Anything tied to the government. It's just a matter of time before life smacks you in the face and you're going to have to reinvent yourself and hope it's not too late. Some guys have to reinvent themselves at 55, 60 years old. And that's the saddest part to me. A guy that had no, no real work experience except putting windshields on. What's he going to do at 55 if shit goes downhill? I hope Elon whoops Zuck. Okay, uh, Elon is going to get his arm torn off by Zuckerberg. Sorry, a 160-pound, 180-pound man with, a, a, I don't know the belt uh, infrastructure, but with three years jujitsu experience can rip the arm off of a guy that has one-year experience in just general fighting, regardless of who trains him. Z Zuckerberg fights Elon. Elon is going to get his, his elbow broken his knee or his ankle or worst of all on television choked out. You want to talk about the memes, the memes, be real smart. Elon shut the fuck up. Stop tweeting about fighting Zuckerberg. He was supposed to fight Putin, a judo guy. By the way, did you check out the psyop this weekend of the, the coup non coup? Um, <clears throat> 2000 MCR did mention a new TSB for 21 and up F-150s. 22 to 23 F-150 engine oil leak requires you to replace the short block because of porosity. It is in the 
people are trying to replace bolts and seal bolts, and it ends up being that the block on 22, 23 F-150s, <clears throat> depending on certain build dates, have very porous metals in it. You keep thinking about, you keep talking, a lot of you guys probably watch me and go, Alex is just so salty on Ford. Every day there's a new report of something happening with an F-150, a Mustang, or something. Now, do you think the F-150 motors, listen to me, do you think the 21, 22, 23 F-150 motors that have porous blocks, what is the possibility that the blocks were also put into the GT? What is the possibility that the GT is going to have the exact same problem as the F-150 with leaky oil? Again, 15 to 17 had no issues. Let's talk about Coyotes that had issues. 11 to 14, cylinder number eight. Remember that? 11 to 14, Gen 1, cylinder number eight. Issue, issue, issue. 14s, you didn't really hear about cylinder number eight, but 11 to 12s, cylinder number eight was cooking. Everyone tried to fix it, but it was just a tune error, and you had to compensate for it in the tune, meaning number eight either needed more fuel or more some kind of cooling situation. Then 15 to 17 came out. Name the issue. Like, name the issue on 15 to 17. Go. None. The Coyote could take 850 to 900 rear wheel horsepower. It just went. It just worked. No problem. 6R80 from the Gen 2. Mwah. Masterpiece. A masterpiece of a transmission. You can go 10s, 9s, 8s, 7s. Off-the-shelf, aftermarket, built parts. Here you go, boom. Here's this Exedi clutch kit, intermediate shaft, blue streak, Ford Planet, bada-bing, bada-boom, twin turbo kit, fuel system, maybe old pump gears and studs, 8s, all fucking day, for years. Then Gen 3 came out. Ticking, 18, 2018, non-round cylinders, oval cylinders. Didn't happen in 15 to 17, oval cylinders. Ticking, typewriter tick came back. Oh my God. 19, 20, 21, the same issue, 10R80. Bone stock, bone stock calibration, just all of a sudden starts driving like crap. 21 F-150, Leaky blocks. Keep telling yourself that Gen 2 isn't King Daddy Coyote. And let's talk about GT350. 16 to 18. Oil consumption. Transmissions didn't hold up to the power. But besides that, pretty damn good. 1920 boss ass shit on GT350. You're going to pay 60 to $65,000 for one of those. There's a reason they're big boy money. But again, Gen 2 everything, 15 to 17, and all GT350s except 16 to 18, boss ass shit. Keep buying Ford stuff. Keep telling yourself that new Ford stuff is badass. Keep going. Go ahead. Based on everything you see, you are psycho if you think that things are going to get better. They're going to get worse, and then all of a sudden, it's going to be electric. Done.
No, oh, Alex, American Muscle and every other part size told me I need the head cooling mod. You must be wrong. You want them to break, hurts their pockets, runs like a Gen 2. They want them to break, hurts their pockets if it runs like a Gen 2. My 2020 GT was burning a quart of oil every 400 miles after 25,000 miles. I bet those blocks are going to be like the old 302s. They're just going to split in half. That is nuts. Porous castings. Now, there was a guy on YouTube that talked about it. Um, he actually did the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, at the beginning of the show, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, let me see. Some guy on Instagram sent it to me. Let me see if I if someone already um, sent it to me. Um, I got to go on Instagram because a guy sent me a, a, an article by um, a guy. And I want to reference that because we got time. DJ. No, not DJ. Da, 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 uh, sent white line, white line certified. No, no. Active. Florida takeover. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Active yesterday. Bryson Witt. No, no, no. So apparently, um, the guy talked about it. He's a Ford tech and he talked about those issues. So just look up Ford 21 F 150 block issues. Actually, uh, 21 F 150 uh, oil leak. Oh, here he is, right here. Uh, his name is Ford Boss. Well, me. I'm not sure if you. Here we go. So Ford, okay. Hey, Ford Boss, me. Uh, don't copyright my shit. I'm, I'm actually putting a little shine to your channel. So check this guy out. He's uh, very good, and uh, he he agrees with me about the 15 to 17 stuff. Let's get after it. Bolts it in. Oh, it's got where the mega cap bolt is, or the main cap. There we go. And it's a new bulletin that popped up not too long ago. And what's going on with these things is basically between where the oil filter housing mounts to the block and where the mega cap bolt is, or the main cap bolt is that goes to the side that secures it and bolts it in. Now it's got the the cap from underneath and then the cap or the bolts from underneath and then the bolts from the side. The bolt from the side on the oil filter housing in between where that bolt is and where the oil filter mounts it they're saying that uh they've had people replacing that oil filter housing thinking that they were going to be able to stop this oil leak and through discovery and investigation they found that it's a defective block Ugh, Some bro a defective block so here's the, TSB. the correct condition follow the service procedure below <laughs> here's engine short block assembly <laughs> that's the tsb Hey, engine short block assembly. Here we go. Issue. Some 22 to 23 F50 vehicles built on 23 August 22. It had a through 30 April 23. So between 23 August 22 and 30 April 23. Check your build dates. With a 5 liter made exhibit an oil leak from the oil filter adapter to the engine block mounting area. This may be due to the block porosity just below the filter adapter near the main bearing cap outer bolt. Oh, my Lord. And then he talks about 15 to 17 being King Daddy. This but this is one of the reasons why I keep telling you that my favorite 5-liter combo setup is the 2015 to 2017 5.0 F-150. Brother. Brother. Ford Boss Me. Shout out to you for actually agreeing with me. Yes, I'm shouting you out for agreeing with me. But you, I think, have maybe more credibility because people see a tech talking this stuff. And they go, holy shit, maybe he's on the money. Everything Alex has been saying forever makes sense. If you want the best version of the Coyote ever built, and I'm, I'm going to say this a million times because the Puro Pinche and all the freaking Cali guys are going to go, no, uh Gen 3 is faster. I'm talking better. 
I'm talking, you don't have to do anything to the trans up until about 800 horsepower or the motor. And if you do a couple of things like build the trans, old pump gears and studs, that sucker's good for eights forever. Bro, stop. These Gen 3 guys, NA, are having four or five shift flare issues. An eight-month period, they made these motors. Do you know how many vehicles were probably sold during that build date? 10,000? Sheesh. Do you imagine Ford having a, a warehouse full of Gen 3 F-150 short blocks that goes, bro, we got to pump these out and for free give them to dealerships. Oh, I think that $9 billion is going to be uh, sprinkled around a little bit. Bro, that's going to be dumb. Do y'all any of you keep up with uh, crit knowledge? Alex, I want to run full exhaust on my twin turbo S550 with valve springs. Do I need to know where about restriction back pressure? Yes. Yeah. Carter's TV. If you're making that much boost, you got to make that make sure that exhaust is, is as least restrictive as possible. I understand why people do fender exits. I understand why people do bumper hood dumb shit. It's because if you do a proper exhaust, it's going to be potentially restrictive. But if it not a proper exhaust, if you do a Full exhaust, it can be potentially restrictive. I come from the old school of full exhaust. I don't want to be having a mouthful of ethanol when I go wide open throttle because the bumper exit or my passenger, I don't want to smell exhaust fumes. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm one of these guys that if I have a nice new car, it shouldn't run as bad as a 78 Malibu with dumps and smell like ethanol when I get out of it. Okay, so if you have a twin turbo, look at the look at the fat house guys. All those cars make 11, 12, 13, 1400, and it has full exhaust out the back. Now, if you want to do a situation where there's some cutouts that open up at, at, after like five PSI and dump base just past you, like a Y exhaust, I, I think it has to be all custom. But I am not a fan of bumper hood, fender, anything exiting in front of the driver's area. That thing, that is so stupid to me. And I see that all the time. I saw a car for sale the other day on, on Facebook Marketplace. They wanted $60,000. And I went, an S550 for $60,000 with a mouthful of ethanol when you go, what? You are psycho. That is a fifty dollars or $45,000 car. Put full exhaust in it. Have you even tried? Like, have people even tried to run a full exhaust and see if there's back pressure issues? Or they just immediately cut it off and bumper exit the bitch and cut holes in the fenders. Real dumb, in my opinion. Especially not all of us live in Texas. Not all of us live in Florida. Not all of us live in Georgia. Some of us live in states where you probably should have a kind of quiet car. And I think nothing sounds better than turbos whistling through like a GT350 exhaust. Or Mustang quad tip you know, like a Corsa gay, because that's actually not that loud. The turbos are kind of muffling the sound. So I think it's a sexy sound of turbo whistles through a full exhaust, but I'm in the minority because everyone is a cheap hack that watches Cletus put bumper and fender exits on his shit and think that's cool. That is cheap. That is lazy. In my opinion, that is not a quality build. A quality build is a car that is fully functional, and is and if it rains, I don't have to worry about rainwater getting into my freaking exhaust. 
stupid. People now build cars are just stupid. Like, don't, please, run it all the way back. Please. What? Oh, well, well, it's a race car. You don't want to run that in the rain. Why not? What if I got to get groceries? You're going to get groceries in your triple car? Yes, dickhead. What if it's my only car? Bro, I'm blown away at people immediately taking the hole saw out. Like, that's the first thing to do. They go, well, we're here. We're going to build a car or truck. And uh, first thing we're going to do is put a hole in the fender. You fucking retard, bro. Stop. You should do this. I want to build a quality-ass product. And I want this to run similar to stock. Maybe if it's a truck, run it right in front of the rear wheel. Jake's runs all the way to the back. You wouldn't even know that thing has uh you wouldn't even know that thing has a turbo until you hear it at wide open throttle. But guys, run it out the back, please. Run it out the back. Cut out cut it out with this hole sawing hoods and fenders and making your turbo kit fit that. Dumb shit. <clears throat> Ford Wild is fucked. Bad build quality. Have them replacing engines. The guys that cheer for 10 or 80s are NA Queens. Nothing like open headers and straight 16 fumes inside the car. Radioactive fabrications. I build full exhaust system for turbo vehicles and use boost actuated cutouts. Benefits of both. Exactly. How do you feel about Whipple 3.0, Gen 3 block, Gen 2 head studs, and OPGs? Think it can handle 8 to 20 safely? Yeah, but the 10 or 80 is going to be an issue. I think Whipple combinations, max 20 PSI, should make high 900s or into the 900s easily. Maybe more if you have aftermarket camshafts, like a 1,000 and up. But in my opinion... And we'll talk about this in the build series. The next up for the build series is Gen 2 Manual Boosted. I already covered Gen 2 6R80 Boosted. And again, very generic, very general. Just trying to get some information out there because not a lot of people are really sharing stuff with you out there in other platforms like I am. So we're going to go ahead and do Gen 2 6, Gen 2 Manual. We're going to talk about T56. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm going to throw a curveball in there because I think, I think you guys... Uh, understand where I'm coming from with that little curveball that I might work on it today if it rains because yesterday it rained all day and all I did was put together the Trinity motor that Keith Ray brought. I got the headers in. I got the pulleys in. I got the inner cooler in. Now I got to worry about the clutch. Put the clutch together and the motor mounts and she is ready to be dropped. She's I'm probably a day's work away from being able to drop that motor in there. I got to drain the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I got to drain the, uh, Fuel because it's old, the of old six month old E85. Got to get it out of there. Got to pull the pumps out, make sure they're not full of gel. And um, I think it's you know a, a day away or so of getting in there. I wanted to show you real quick. I went to Havoc Speed locally to me. If you guys have heard me talk about Havoc Speed before, <clears throat> um, uh, Anthony over there was nice enough to send me photos. Of what was going on over there. Let me see. Can I extract all? Yeah, let me just extract all these. And I'll show you what happens if you let your injectors sit too long. So let me see. Okay. So these are the injectors that this is the ID1700Xs. Let me make the logo smaller here so you can see it better. There we go. These are the ID1700s that were in my car. Uh, and that's the bottom. And he basically sent me. Photos of every single one, and they sat outside. That's the little ball where the fuel comes out. And you can see right around the outside, a bunch of dirt and stuff had collected. And they were bad, see? Like, if you let E85 sit a long time, they can end up really screwing up your injectors. So a lot of you guys that get your motor built and your injectors are sitting on a shelf somewhere, please get them cleaned because then you're going to blame the tuner because three or four cylinders are not firing. He said 
that they ended up um they ended up being clogged, but they got loose themselves. But he just cleaned them anyway, and they ended up beautiful and perfect. So Havoc Speed uh, hooked me up. Havoc Speed in Riviera Beach. Uh, they're like a mile away from me. <clears throat> Having an exit out the body is stupid or anything, but 100% race car. If you need it short, could easily dump it somewhere under the car. I wanted to turbo my Gen 2 with the Hellion 50 state legal kit. You think it's a good idea? I live in Mass and always wanted to turbo S550. Daniel, be ready for it not to be legal. Be ready for it not to be legal. When people say 50 state legal, unless it has a carb EO number and a tune from Hellion, that's the only way it's carb EO legal. So let's say you get a carb EO, oh sorry, a 50 state legal twin turbo kit. That is an oxymoron because in your state, Massachusetts, because I know it like the back of my hand, altered exhaust is illegal. Literally anything done to your exhaust aside from what they did from the factory can deem to be illegal and prone to failure at the discretion of the inspector because the shop is not going to give you a blue check mark. If they hear your car come in whistling out the back, they're going to go open the hood. This isn't factory. Get out of here. Now, the only way in my opinion that Hellion could get away with a 50 state legal kit is the following their tune with their 50 state legal kit the moment any other any other tuner gets his hands on it because according to their site if it's a carb eo legal kit it's carb eo legal kit with their tune the moment you go on e85 any other fuel any other injector than an lu47 or an mu52 can be deemed non-carb eo legal because did Hellion take their kit, go to SEMA, get it tested with E85, C16, Sunoco 260GT, LU47s, MU52s, FIC1000s, ID1050Xs, and so on and so on. No! No! Why, is, why are Whipple kits 50 state legal? Because they provide a tune for it. And they have a carb EO number. The moment you go outside of that, outside of what they provided to you, there goes that. Understand, it is up to the discretion of the inspector to say, Papa, eso no va a pasar. Now, what do you do? You do the smart thing. You grab crisp, crisp $100 bills. And you bring your Hellion 1000cc return fuel system E85 car to get inspected. And you go, what's up, brother? And as you dap him, you give him $200. That's just how it is. It might pass all the OBD2 checks. It might pass all the readiness tests. It might pass everything that has to do with the tuning. But it is up to the discretion. Discretion of the inspector to pass you or not. So you grease that son of a bitch. You go on Facebook. You see what he likes. Man, let me see where this guy works. What's your name? Ah, uh, Francisco Rodriguez. <clears throat> hey, Francisco. Okay. Go on Facebook. He likes bitches. He likes boats. He likes cars. You get friendly with him. And you say, mira, Francisco. Esta mierda no va a pasar. Okay. Este carro no va a pasar ni, ni papinga. So, tenemos que tú sabes. Va a pasar el readiness, because that's how Hispanics talk. They, they throw English in there. El readiness, el readiness va a pasar, eso sin problema. Pero no, me voy a cagar en la madre si tú me rejectes este carro. And you grease the motherfucker. Yeah, up here in Massachusetts, you're probably going to get shit. 
And that's the thing. Let's say you have a GT, Ford Mustang GT, and the state troopers who literally wear Nazi uniforms, go look, are attuned to what these cars sound like. <clears throat> let's see. Let's say this guy is speed trapping like an asshole somewhere in Worcester. And then he sees a GT, bone stock GT. Then here comes homeboy. Let's go. Whoop. Yeah, I, uh, your tent's too dark. Hey, uh, you got, you got altered exhaust in this thing? I uh, got a 50 state legal. Shut the fuck up. Give me your license registration. Here you go. You got, you got it. And then he takes a fucking razor blade, rips your inspection sticker right off, right in front of you. Fuck you. This thing did not pass. Suck a dick. You're going to have to go get a state, basically a state ref. They peel it off, flag your registration, say, get the fuck out of here. This thing is not legal. It's got turbos. This thing didn't come factory with turbos. That's how Massachusetts was. I remember clear as day. I had Mickey Thompson ET Streets on my notch. It had a DOT number, DOT 1679, blah, 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 and it had grooves in it. And I'm driving. Whoop, get lit up, pull over. Yeah, you got slicks on the back. I'm sorry, these are not slicks. I don't give a fuck if it says street legal on the tire. Take them off. If I see them again, you're going to get a ticket, and I'm going to peel that inspection sticker right off. Just like that, in Indian Orchard between Springfield and Chicopee, that motherfucker pulled me over in front of a paper mill and said, I don't give a fuck if it says street on it. I don't care that it has a DOT number because it's up to the discretion of the cop and the inspector. Bro, it is so stupid in that state. Exactly, Agent Orange. Welcome to Massachusetts. Unless it's 100% stock. You won't pass in Massachusetts. To visit California, Massachusetts, in a modern Texas car, you might might be a flex. Right. If you got Florida plates, you can go, ah, boy, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Give me a ticket, motherfucker. I'm in, Flo- I'm in Florida, bitch. I'm going to take this ticket, man. Fuck you. I'm never going to. I'm going to take the GT500 in the flats on High Street, Maple Street. Fuck you. Pull me over. Shit's legal in Florida. Suck a dick. Everybody who mods their car should have a spot to get an inspection sticker. If not, you're fucking stupid. Diablo on point. Yeah, I have someone who was told that if a car doesn't have any codes, it would be set up plus 150. It's true. Massachusetts has a Mac center. So Massachusetts has a Massachusetts, uh, 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 what do you call it? Blue checkmark inspection center. So it is a place where they go through your car with a fine tooth comb. They put it up in the air and they go through it. If you have failed twice and you're like, and you can uh, basically um, uh, fight the failure because if you get a reject sticker twice, you're, if you get a reject sticker twice or three times, if I'm not mistaken, your registration is canceled automatically by the state. Yeah, stupid. You, you think Massachusetts, oh, but I like, I like four seasons. Oh, yeah? Well, if you're a car guy, that state hates your guts. I have no idea why Jake Conant still lives there. And if he still lives there, it's because 
He doesn't drive any hot rods on the street. They're all race cars. He's a, he's a, he's a Massachusetts state trooper or was. He's a race car guy. He knows the bullshit. I bet you none of his cars are registered. And if they are, I'll be looking at you. I can never live there. I'll stay in Alabama. All the plugs in Cali, though. As a kid in Indian Orchard, I had a cop follow me into my driveway, jump in my passenger seat, and scrape my sticker with a jackknife. You guys think that's that, that, that I'm kidding? I've seen cops literally follow people, stop, pull them over for everything wrong, mostly Honda Civics, right? Slammed, different color door Honda Civics. We're usually targeted by cops because, you know, one, they're ugly. Two, they're usually drug dealing and they, they don't hide the fact that they're drug dealing. Like drug dealers in Massachusetts are so stupid. They, they tell you they're drug dealing by driving the most riced out pieces of shit on the planet instead of just buying a mom and pop Corolla. If you're smart and a drug dealer in Massachusetts, you get a Camry. You get a, don't get an Altima because that's like a red flag. Get a Camry, get a RAV4, get something no one would suspect you're drug dealing. No, these guys get slammed, stands, fart can't. Anyway, cops would go give you a ticket and then they, they have a knife in their fucking shit and they scrape the sticker right off. Now, why do they scrape the sticker off? They scrape it off so now that is the first place a cop's eyes looks when he's trying to do tra traffic enforcement. Looking, looking, looking. Boom! Doesn't have an inspection sticker. Pull over. Why don't you have an inspection sticker? License registration. Hey, I looked up in the system. This thing hasn't been inspected. This thing hasn't been inspected. Your registration. Now we're going to tow it. Massachusetts. Fuck Massachusetts. I'll become a milkman in Spanish. All the plugs getting ratted on Facebook. Right. The plugs on Facebook make me laugh. Tap in if you need registration. Tap in if you need smog test. Stop doing that. Cops are there. Massachusetts sucks ass. God forbid you have fun. Massachusetts is the state if you want to enjoy the snow. It's dreary and dark. I was doing something yesterday that you guys would laugh so hard. So, because sometimes you get nostalgic, right? You start going, man, what's my neighborhood look like nowadays? What's my old neighborhood look like nowadays? So I was uh, on Google Earth, and I was like, you know what? I used to take this road to work every day for 10 years. I wonder what that road looks like now. Yeah, I wonder, uh, I wonder how everything's doing right now. So what I'm going to do, guys, I think you guys will enjoy this because this is, this is what literally um, people don't realize about Indian Orchard and all that other bullshit. How do I, how do I, how, let me see, let me search. <clears throat> so I lived in Indian Orchard for a little bit and Indian Orchard is some shithole, but whatever, I digress. Now this is my drive to, to work and I'm going to focus in on an area here that I think you guys will laugh at. Where is it? There's a bridge I used to go over. Don't worry, I'll give away shirts, guys. Relax. I know you guys probably, what about shirts, Alex? Oh my God, shirts, ah. Big dildo. Okay. So I'm going to plop this little man right here. Come on. And we're going to go for a little ride. Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. Okay. So let me back up. Okay. So <clears throat> there used to be this weird intersection in Indian Orchard where, I, you know, it was really pretty. It was really pretty. So check this out. This is going to be great. So I'd be driving. And, okay, you see how green and lush it is? Right, green, green, and look at the trees. Look, it's just 
beautiful, right? Oh, oh man, if you visit Massachusetts in the summer, you're like, wow, God, this is so pretty. So I would drive down the street, right? And then, oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. You know, it's pretty. It's all good. And I guess, oh, my God. That's right. Once winter hits, oh, look, it's back to being summer. Once winter hits, this place looks like an absolute, it looks like, uh, it looks like when Cyberdyne, uh, there it is. It looks like a, uh, guys, it is absolutely disgusting in the winter there. All of Massachusetts, oh, look, it's beautiful now, huh? I loved watching this because it reminded me of how pretty it can be and how absolutely ugly it is eight months out of the year. Eight months out of the year, Massachusetts is an absolute radioactive shithole that sucks. Look at this. Could you imagine seeing lush green stuff for three months and then the rest of the time? It looks like Judgment Day happened and Cyberdyne actually was able to, 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 to launch the nukes. Bro, screw that state forever. For nine months out of the year, that place is an absolute shithole. Uh, Jason Rivera says, I'm usually never able to catch a peasant show because of this such an early show, and I'm glad I'm catching today. Drop a like, guys. Yeah, guys, drop a like. What the fuck are you doing? There's only 136 likes, 251 people watching. John Shoemaker says, they could give two shots less about, two shits less about emissions. It's just a way to take your money. And people keep voting. These left-wing loonies things are getting worse. Soon you'll be arrested for enjoying your car. Look, I, there were women that I dated up there when I was single that didn't ever want to leave Massachusetts. They make fun of Florida. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Excuse me, have you been to South Florida? Because they think Florida is St. Pete. They think Florida is Orlando. They think Florida is Cocoa Beach. No, 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 no. There's a lot of Florida, okay? Just like there's a lot of Massachusetts. But it's always cold in Massachusetts in winter, everywhere. 25 likes, freeloaders. Video of you putting GT500 engine with header on it or it didn't happen, Alex. Oh, no, I'm going to video that for sure. I, I videoed it coming out. I'll video putting it in. I was in Holyoke not too long ago. It was a shithole. It's stupid. Weed is legal. Providing drug injections to addicts. Modding cars is not. It's better with snow. No, it's not. It's trash. Because what happens after it snows, mini bike madman? They put sand down, then salt, and then you get brown slush. And then it freezes over. Then that brown slush freezes over overnight. And then you have brown ice. Fuck out of here. Sounds like Illinois. Nice three, four months out of the year. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Looks like dead winter in Jersey. I watched Terminator last night. <laughs> Massachusetts in the winter time is as if judgment day happened. No leaves on the trees. Every building is brown, gray, no color. It's cold, bitter, nasty. I hate the North. Plowing snow is better with snow. <laughs> Imagine the state of Maine. Exactly. Salt and slush, right? Salt and slush. So anyway, um, where was where was I? We we're talking about snow. We we're talking about inspect. Okay, fifty state legal. I think if you're in Massachusetts, I, I love you. Don't mod your car. Don't mod your car. Correct. When I brought my eleven Mustang down here, Donnie, who used to work at Power by the Hour, we put it up on the lift, and we're gonna put um, uh, free flow and exhaust in it. And he goes under, and he goes, and I thought I had a really nice car. Like I would get under my car and go, "This isn't that bad." I get it up in the air and Donnie goes, where the hell did you live? I go, Massachusetts. He goes, dude, the bottom of this car looks disgusting. I go, no, it doesn't. This is fine. Then he takes me over to the other lift where they're doing a, a coyote swap in a three valve. This car was an 05 
lived in Florida all its life, you could still see the factory marks on the bolts. You could still see the factory things where they probably, you know, okay, this is tie in this and factory stickers. The axle still had the nice sticker on it. Everything. He goes, this car has 90,000 miles, Alex, on the body. And it looks 10 times better than yours. Never buy a Northeast car. Ever. Same thing with the New Yorkers. Moved to Florida. How New York was so much better. Right. Look, New Yorkers come down here and they want to make Florida New York. No, you can't do that. You ruined New York. Why is New York fucked up? Because of you. You voted all that dumb shit in. So you come down here and start making fun of the fact that there isn't any real pizza down here. Get used to the shitty pizza. Have something else. Have a paisa. Okay? Have anything else but a fucking pizza. Okay, buddy? Time to move. Or bake your own pizza. You're such a badass. I wouldn't move out that way because of the ticks alone. Fuck me. I have a CRV for daily driving. Just got a recall on the rear subframe. Rots out. I live in another state that starts with an M. It's tolerable only because of snowmobiles. Michigan, get out of here. Mich- Minnesota, Michigan, get out of here. Uh, you drove your black Mustang in the winter. I drove my black Mustang. Tw- that was my only vehicle. If you go on my Facebook page, there are pictures of me a foot of snow and I'm driving that car. Remember, you're going to need a cutting torch, welder, forklift, and everything in the shop to install headers. That was a funny old video, right? I'm telling you, if you guys think installing headers on a um, on a northeast car is fun, no, you got to cut off all the bolt heads. Wasn't your F-150 from the north? Yes, and it showed. It was from Albany, New York. Da, da Silva, da, da, da something, da, some Italian. Um, um, Ford, the silver Ford of Albany or something like that, bro, that thing, that thing looked like a Northeast truck underneath probably Montana. Right. Alex had Blizzax. I did have Blizzax. See, people don't know what a Blizzax is. And if you're in the North, the Blizzax is like a cheat code, an absolute cheat code as to be able to drive your car in the winter. Blizzax are magic. I was blown away that Blizzax made such a difference. It made the car drivable in the in the winter. And you got to take them off because they're a very soft tire. So the moment the snow stopped, you took those Blizzax off and you hoped you got three or four winters out of them because they're such an awesome tire. Blizzax are just badass. I bought my 14 Ruby Red 5.0 from someone in Mass. It was stock as it came from the dealer. Brought it to Florida and it's not stock anymore. Good for you. Look, I'm still looking for a 14, F1, uh, 14 GT. Look. The housing market's super screwed up down here. Now, people are complaining that the homeowner's insurance has doubled or at least gone up 30 or 40% because of the hurricane damage. A lot of insurance companies are leaving the state and they're saying, we're not going to lose our shirt over a hurricane that takes out a big chunk of the state and we are billions in the hole. So they're just not representing you. So what's happening? A lot of people are selling their homes. Listen, guys. Because they can't afford the insurance. You, If you have a mortgage on your home, you got to have it insured. If you don't have a mortgage on your home, your insurance is going to be three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 a month. Couple that with taxes. Depending on where you live, they can be three, four, five thousand, $5,000, maybe $6,000. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Three or four thousand a year, sorry, uh, for homeowner's insurance and about six or five to six thousand for taxes a year. If you don't have a mortgage every year, you got to come up with thirteen to fifteen thousand dollars just because just to insure and 
and have your home in terms of taxes and depending on where you're located. Now, if you live in the bumfuck Egypt and nobody knows where you're at, sure, it's a lot cheaper, but you got to be willing to live in bumfuck Egypt. Blizzaks for the win. Blizzaks are a must in the Northeast during the winter. I couldn't imagine living anywhere but Florida. I can imagine living in Tennessee. I can imagine living in South Georgia. I can imagine living in um, Arizona. I don't know why Arizona calls my fucking name. It's dry. It's hot. Ethanol sucks. But God damn it. I look at Arizona. Certain parts of Arizona are absolutely beautiful. And I go, I could live here. Problem is it's in the middle of nowhere. Like Arizona literally is in the middle of nowhere. A lot of people retire there. A lot of New York New Yorkers and people from New Jersey retire there, but it is in the middle of nowhere. Okay, guys, let's give away two shirts. Um, we're gonna we got large and extra large. That's all we got. So deal with it. Large and extra large. Deal with it. And uh we're gonna be giving away uh to it doesn't matter, peasants or non-peasants, whoever answers first. Uh Mike, 313 Mike, you're not winning shit for another year or two. You have won way too much. You either have an insane internet connection because uh, he is in Florida. So there are certain people that just can't win. And please, if you've already won a shirt, do me a favor. Just don't answer. I know you might know the answer and everything's cool and everything. Just don't answer. Um, so, you know, go from there. Uh, bu- 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 I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a, 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 a question having to do with the show. Um. A question having to do with the show, uh, let me just think about it for a little bit because typically um, I should have actually worked this out beforehand, but I was actually reading the, the articles on the F-150 and all that stuff um, because I was blown away that the, the, the UAW was mad and I'm like, why are they mad? And they ended up being mad because of they, they're not going to get union jobs with the new $9 billion deal that they got. So very, very good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do a trivia question for the show. Uh, car related, uh, maybe, the, where was the first mod Nats held where I won driver mod out of like three cars? Where was the first driver mod held? I'm sorry. Where was the first mod nationals? Held where I won driver mod. Someone said Vegas is ass. I don't know anything about Vegas. I don't know anything about, but I liked, um, I liked Arizona. And again, not Arizona where you guys watch these guys run and all this crap. Uh, uh, you know, the, the tuners that live out there or whatever. Um, no, not Florida, not Texas. No. Wow. I can't believe you guys don't know where the first mod Nats was. Boy, you guys suck. The first mod Nats. You don't know where the first mod Nats was. No, no. Bro, you guys are bad. The 956 Miami, he says. SGMP VIR. No. Guys, the, you don't know where the first Mod Nats was held. That's actually, then it's a good trivia question. And J- JD Swag knows. Yeah, he says, not answering. Yeah, don't answer. I can't believe you guys don't know where the first Mod Nationals was held. I get it. It's not a huge event, but that's where I won Driver Mod. Actually, is it behind me? Yeah. Right there. First annual driver mods. Let me not miss it. Georgia, Maryland, Tennessee. No. Mass, Kentucky, Akko, North Carolina, New Jersey. No. Scottsdale, OSW. There you go. Lava Roush. Memphis. That's right. Memphis. First Mod Nats was held 
in Memphis, the blackest town I've ever seen. I was like, oh, we finna get shot up in here. So Memphis, Lava Roush. Good job, Lava Roush. Lava Roush. I like the track. It was, it was a good time. Lava Roush. Let me know if you want a large or extra large. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, verify who you are. YDBT4life at gmail.com. YDBT, the number four, the word life at gmail.com. Lava Roush wins a shirt. Okay. Yeah, Memphis. It was so bad. I was like, we're, we, we're finna get shot up in the bit. Yeah, lots of Sprite out there. Lots of Sprite. Um, Good times. <laughs> so the next one would be where? Ooh, this is a Lund Racing question. At what track did Lund Racing run its first ever seven-second pass? At what track did Lund Racing run its first ever seven-second pass in the Blue Goose? Remember, the Blue Goose is the OG of the seven-second situation. What track was Lund Racing's home track and where they ran their first seven-second pass in the Blue Goose with the 6R80? Probably still impressive today. Like, if you run that number today, that is saying something. But, no, no, Georgia, what the fuck? No, what is wrong with people? No, my God. Seven-second pass. Seven-second pass. Maple, potential Pride Month scammer. Maple Grove, good for you. So potential Pride, Jesus, potential Pride Month scammer. You win. So YDBT for life at gmail.com for Lava Roush and potential prime Pride Month scammer. Maple Grove is the first track they ran sevens. And Memphis, Tennessee... Tennessee is where we ran the first Bond Nats and I won the only um the first the only race I ever won was Mod Nats Driver Mod, which like three people entered. So that there you go. So good times. Um anyway, back on the um now I wonder what's fast for you for F-150 Flash. Like it's gotta run tens, right? If an F-150 Flash doesn't run tens, does it matter? I think so. I think, I, think, I think 10 seconds is going, okay, they're getting after it. 10 seconds is, 10 seconds is impressive because Whipple 50 state legal kits don't run 10 seconds. They're like 11.3, 11.2, like they're right there. But I think the shifting has a lot to do with that, which I think is hilarious. I wish I could talk about it. But if you get a Whipple kit, with the Whipple tune, put it in RCSB, regular cab, short bed, Gen 3. You won't run 10s. It may be in super duper cold weather, but you'll either cook your cats. We'll talk about that someday. Uh, you'll either cook your cats first, pop your engine because of the cooked cat, or it'll run um, 11.2, 11.3, even if you have free-flowing exhaust. It's just, it's just not there. And it's just not there. So if a F-150 flash, but what's that going to cost? Like you're seeing used F-150 Lightnings for 80, 90, $100,000 in like the platinum versions, the limited versions, which I always thought was funny. The naming structure that Ford used for the um, Ford F-150. Limited. Does that mean limited edition or it's limited? Like <laughs> it's like saying retarded. 
<laughs> uh, introducing the Ford F-150 retarded edition. I'm like, so is it, is it not as good or <laughs> it's limited, L- limited edition. So why didn't they call it limited edition? They call it the limited. I always thought platinum was top tier. Like what is the top tier trim level for F-150s? Like GT would be performance packed, uh, premium. Right, a GT performance pack premium. I'm saying the brakes, suspension, the wheels, the tires, the interior, the 401A, the 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 the, the sound system. You know, a 3,800 pound Mustang. Um, will the flash have more than five seconds of watt? That is a very good question. We don't know, but I suspect that it won't have anything. Yeah, <laughs> the Ford F-150 challenged. I don't understand the naming structure. They said limited. And I'm like, limited what? Limited production run? Limited challenged. That's the, that's, it's XL, XLT, platinum, FX4, challenged. And I'm like, what? That's how I thought when I thought limited. So platinum ultimate? <laughs> it's like the, the extra big ass fries. It's that like the, uh, like, there is a Platinum Ultimate, King Ranch. Yeah, I thought King Ranch was top dog. And that that weird logo that goes like this. I'm like, what, what is that? What, what is that supposed to mean when it's like a wave logo on your seat? I don't understand. Uh, doesn't matter. If it's not RCSB truck, it's gay as fuck. The Flash will be gay four-door truck for the family-oriented lame asses. Look, Ford is going to do this. Uh, zero to 60 and... T- t- uh, is it... Uh, well, look, it might not be the best, but zero to 60 in 3.5. What is it running the quarter? What zero to 60 in a flash 3.5. And then when you try to uh, go around the limited five second watt pedal, you hear this. Oh, what's that? That's that bitch catching on fire and exploding in your asshole. Denali Ultimate, the, like cattle, cattle brand? The wavy thing is like cattle branding? How many of you guys know of a guy that has a King Ranch that doesn't have a ranch? Oh, I got a King Ranch dually. Where do you live? Uh, apartment 3DX. Look, I shouldn't talk. I'm in an apartment, but I don't have a King Ranch. <laughs> Introducing the F-150 Special. Special Challenge Limited. What the hell? Like what? What uh, focus group did they feed Cool Ranch Doritos to in a Coca-Cola and sat down and said, okay, we got three names for the ultimate package F-150. What do you guys think about F-150 challenged? Um, I have a retarded uh, cousin. Oh my God, you said retarded. Well, technically they are not up to where we're at, so they're retarded. Ah, uh, I think you should call it limited. Lim- hey, I'm paralyzed. I can't walk. Are you saying I'm limited? Oh my God. Like, it, it's so stupid. <laughs> Platinum Limited King Ranch. Is there such thing? Off topic. Do we know if Global B has been cracked off of the CAE rate or only the Sting rate? I think only the Sting rate for now. You're going to see very limited support, in my opinion, for that. Uh, guys, if they're able to fuck with the E-Ray, could you imagine a 
nine-second E-Ray all-wheel drive Corvette on the street. You will see E-Ray owners going, oh, if that Tesla wants the sauce, my shit's tuned now. I put a Magnum, Magnum, Magnuson, Magnum, it's a condom, Magnuson supercharger on my C8 E-Ray makes now 800 on E with an auxiliary fuel supply system. And the front wheels are driven by that 200 horse motor, whatever. Now this bitch runs nine, five on the street. Children, that's the Corvette to get. I understand you want to be like Amelia Hartford and have a twin turbo C8 that runs tens. But if I were you, I get a supercharger Magnuson 2650. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Make sure the motor and blower combination alone make about 800 horsepower. Coupled with that front front motor driving the front on the street with four drag radials, four R888s, what do you think that Corvette can run? See, my fear is that everyone is going to go towards the C8 uh, rear-wheel drive because that's the most, you know, comparable. But a shop, God damn it! if a shop had the balls to throw a blower once Global B is cracked for the E-Ray, <gasps> bro, the possibilities are endless. You think anybody is going to... You think anybody's going to buy a GT500 if you can tune a C8 E-Ray? Does anyone think you can you you can make the case that the E-Ray isn't the best platform potential? Because in my opinion, that's what the ZR1 is going to be. I think the ZR1 is going to be a twin turbo variable power on demand. That's right, you're going to have three or four different modes. That bitch is going to be 600, 750, 800 on the fly with a motor, electric motor driving the front wheels. And that's going to be a nine second car off the rip. So do you don't think an E-Ray can do that? You think an E-Ray, once they crack Global B with a Magnuson supercharger on top of that bitch, you don't think it's going to be a nine second car on the street? Please do it. Please do it. Not one guy that has the nerve to consider a $100,000 GT500 would look at an E-Ray and go, that's a lesser vehicle. And in terms of potential, on the street, no GT500 is good from a dig. Not one mother... I can't, I see, I, I, I deleted the sound clip. I'm so stupid. So I need to have Mr. Pena back. <laughs> Let me see it. Dan Pena, Dan Pena, Dan Pena. Yeah, not one motherfucker. What the hell? Uh, man or family? Not one, not one mother, not not one motherfucker would buy it. Not one motherfucker. Uh, Elon Musk's favorite word is fuck. <laughs> Every third or fourth word in a sentence is fuck. <laughs> now, am I the only white, black, yellow, or purple man that knows that? <laughs> it's common fucking knowledge. <laughs>
Why doesn't anybody talk about it? Uh, why? It's just like everybody's fucking whores and the president is, and you know, got prostitutes in the white. Because it's not politically correct and people know that careers can be damaged by yeah. talking about things like that. Oh, you know, that guy's great. Dan Pena is great. He's a national treasure. Kind of a flim-flam man, if you ask me. But a good flim-flam man. And even with a blower will be a monster. Just imagine the ZR1. That motherfucker will rival, if not outright stomp, the 918 and P1. Alejandro Flores, Gonzalez de la Hoya de la Cruz, the third, would buy an E-Ray tomorrow. Sell, listen to me, sell my ZR1 if I can work with a shop to supercharge it. And that bitch is going to be the, hey, G-Force, give me some axles. All of them. I don't care. Develop them. You want clout chase? Let's go. Four G-Force axles. Better clutch pack in the DCT. So yeah, I'm into it for like $200,000. And it's just going to be a commercial with me on the street, you know, quiet mode. And then all you're going to hear is and it's going to go it's going to bog then it's going to be power management. $9.99 on the street on pump gas. End shot. Shot. Fade in. Front of the Corvette. Rear quarter shot. Fade out. Yellow douchebag tuning. <laughs> See? That's what goes on in my head every day, guys. You understand? That's that's the shit that I want to make, but I want to can't afford it. I don't have that kind of juice. I don't have that kind of money. But I have the I have I have so much shit up here that I want to get out, but I can't because of you know funds and I gotta get into a house and all. I, I'm always thinking that if I get into a house, it's gonna magically make things better. No, it's definitely not. It's gonna be more difficult to own a home than to work out of this because I'm light, meaning money is not going out to like cut the grass and cool the home and all this dumb shit. But I feel like I need to have more control of my car situation. Now, if a big warehouse becomes available, the problem though, it's going to be $5,000 a month and I don't have that kind of money. That's crazy talk. So I, I'm basically buying a warehouse I can live in. You understand? Like the whole reason I'm looking for a house is to find a house that has a big, big, big garage. Good luck finding that in Florida, unless you're gonna pay a mill. So that it is my warehouse. That's the only reason I'm looking to buy a house. If, if it wasn't for that, I don't wanna cut grass. I don't wanna do roof work. I don't do any of that shit. E-Ray proves that hybrid is the way. Hybrid is the way a mango brain, a Brian? Brian? Mango brain, mango brain. Hybrid is the way. Because I think the electric motor has so much torque that it is favorable. And then the gas power plant kicks in in conjunction with the motor. And it does this handoff. It's like the quarterback handing off the football to the running back with that momentum or that pitch where they do like a, or like a read option. You know, 
oh, and the court the the quarterback is full sprint. The running back is starting to shadow him, and the moment the ball goes in the air as a shuffle pass. The running back sprints, grabs it, and he's off and running. That's how electric motors should be the read option for gas motors. Man, I'm good. This is where I clip shit. Electric motors should be the read option for gas mode, for gas-powered engines. Get it out of the hole. Hand it off. Ha! Pow! But no, we're here fucking around. Dumb shit. That's why I watch uh, a lot of the SCCA stuff just to see what the future might be because I saw Cadillac's hybrid 900 horsepower V8 and I'm like, oh, that's never going to come here. Uh, like, it's never going to come here. So, you know, it, it's sad. It's sad that there aren't people doing that kind of stuff. And uh, the, the people that are doing that kind of stuff, unfortunately, are beholden to the software company's access. Like, I love that FuelTech did that to the Corvette. Yeah, the race cars, exactly. I love that FuelTech did a nine-second blah, blah, blah Corvette. But it, it's not exciting. It's not the future. You gotta incorporate. You gotta incorporate electrification. We're there. So imagine an electric motor, sixty foots like a son of a bitch that hands the ball off to the running back and gives it mile an hour, and shuts off the motors. Ah, oh, fuck. What are you gonna do? Why do you beat short right there? Hybrids are being read option for autos, not auto, not autos, <laughs> for, for um. Uh, gas-powered vehicles. Alex, what do you think about the new six? <laughs> okay. If you can make a Godzilla, and again, we're not talking uh, factory stuff. We're talking us building stuff. Like, Jake has these ideas that I'm willing to invest in, and he's not, but I understand why. See, my channel is a what-if channel, is a what could we do channel? If I had access to brilliant minds that are willing to work with me, not money, not, but I'm saying like ideas. And if this channel makes it and I could, uh, uh, make ridiculous, badass, not one-off cars, but things that normal people don't do. Like we look, I'm not even going to mention the stuff that me and Jake have talked about in terms of electrification and current platforms. But to be honest, he doesn't have the time. He doesn't have the resources for that. Now, it's great to talk about it, but I need, I need all, again, I need to talk to people that are willing to get there. But again, they're not going to take me seriously unless I have the capital to invest in such a venture to at least showcase what is possible. Because a program like that, where you make a E-Ray with a Magnuson, I'm saying stuff that is currently available. The E-Ray already has it. Uh, GM, Chevy, already made the platform. It's a light, lighter platform, all-wheel drive, V8 in the back, electric motor being driven in the front via battery. Imagine taking that as a base, putting a blower on it, E85, custom programming, good sticky tires, good axles, and making it an absolute monster. Like, in my opinion, Garrett should do that. I think Garrett should merge. 
okay, he's got to appease his moronic fans. I get it. Got to sell the straw hat. Got to sell the glasses. Got to sell the dumb shifter. Got to sell all that stuff. But I would actually look at his channel if he started bringing like legit engineering stuff into the fold because he has access to all those guys. His channel is huge and he can go, I'm going to buy like in a normal voice. I'm going to buy an E-rate and in the background, I'm going to work with these guys to make an absolute monster of a car to get Corvette on board, to get GM on board. He can get GM on board. He can get Corvette on board. He can get Magnuson on board. He can literally finance this whole operation and make an E-rate almost better than the upcoming ZR1 because how long is it going to take to crack the ZR1 if ever? So let's say they crack Global B, the E-rate. And then you take your resources and make super Billy badass stuff with it. You don't think people would gravitate towards that? I would. I'd make, I'd make uh, no yard for Tony. Yeah, fuck Tony. Tony just needs a room. Uh, he just needs a room and toys. You should see him go stupid when I throw the toys on the ground. He doesn't need anything. A four-minute hybrid Mustang. 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 <laughs> I sounded like Stang mode for a second. A four-minute hybrid thing. Hybrid is the uh, hybrid is the way electric is death. If Ford made a hybrid Mustang, I'd probably sell my Cobra. If Ford said they are introducing a 3.5 twin turbo EcoBoost hybrid all-wheel drive Mustang, I buy it. Yeah, I hate Ford. Ford is new Ford. New Ford is just woke bullshit. But I've talked about this before plenty of times. If Ford decided to make an all-wheel drive S650, S550, basically, three, it has to be 3.5 twin turbo for the torque. Because you're not gonna, if you're going to stuff a Godzilla in it, you don't have any room for batteries. And it's going to be heavy. So we need to make a small engine package. Hey, yo. 600, 700 horse, all-wheel drive, hybrid Mustang. Call it a Cobra, call it a Mach 1, call it anything you want. And it ran 1090 stock. I buy it. Because with some work, that's a nine-second car on the street that has a Ford badge on it. I wouldn't have to deal with these fucking F-150s who are 4,200 and up pounds. It's a Hellcat. Yeah, you can go nines. You can go eights on the, on, on the street. But it's a goddamn truck. No, thank you. A 4T Max with a Coyote is the future. Would you rather drive a three-valve or a new Lightning? A new Lightning. Three-valves are just, just AIDS. Three-valves are like late Zoomer preferred cars, like 27-year-old dudes. Claytards would lose their mind if he couldn't do a dumb two-step check. Oh, my God. Did you see? Let me go on Facebook. Let me find it. Let me find it. Dude, I saw something that made... It, it was it was sad. Uh, what's his name? What's the, what's the guy that does streetcar takeover? J Justin Keith or something? Justin? Justin? Yeah, Justin Keith. He's my friend. Pfft, you know we don't talk ever. So he was leaving like a meet, right? Like a streetcar takeover meet, and he was in his orange Camaro, which is a fast, fast Camaro, like stupid fast. So at the meet, some guy goes up to his window, and guess what he does? Da 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 da. Hey 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 hey. Da 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 da. Meaning, you know, if you want to, um, 
If you want to translate, put it up on the chip. Please, someone find me that clip. The guy's like, he did that multiple times. And I was like, oh my God. I, I, I was just like tired and didn't really like feel like clipping it. But I'm like, I need to clip this. This guy is telling Justin Keith in his orange, I think he calls it Nemo or some shit. <laughs> so could you imagine you're known for doing two-step checks? And let's say you go to Cletus's pit as a fan and you're like, hey, Cletus! And he's like, it's equivalent of someone grabbing a hat and go, remember this? Had that happen to me and I was embarrassed for the dude. I was like, holy shit, someone needs to find that. Bro, again, it's Justin Keith doing a burnout at a parking lot, of course. And the guy yelled, like making two-step sounds to him. Two-step is the mating call for the gays on the street. Can you throw all your dogs on the floor so we can see Tony get that? Can you throw all your dog toys on the ground? Uh, maybe, but you know, he, he doesn't go super crazy. But he goes, he slaps himself with a rope. Like he puts it in his mouth, moves his head, and it slaps his whole body. I think he likes that. Like he likes the feeling of being slapped around. He, he's tough. He's a super, super tough dude. The best is when they blow up on the chip. Yes, there's a video that I love. That I see everywhere. And there's a, uh, a guy. Asian fella. And he's drinking like a Mountain Dew or a Red Bull. And he's like. I think they want the sauce. I think they want it. <laughs> I think they want it. I think they want it. Yeah I think they want it. Gets under the hood. And the cam crank gear thing. The, the cam gear. Boom. He's like. Man, this sucks, but I'm going to come back stronger and better. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. I am laughing so hard because this guy thought it was okay to bring it to six, seven thousand. What did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? Did you think it was going to be fine? I got to find that video. Dude, I got to find that video where he's like, pow, fuck it. He's like, well, I won't be making it to douchebag Red Bull Fest this year, but I'm going to come back. Oh, this sucks. No, it doesn't suck. That's what happens when you rev your car, free revving it, and let it bounce off a six, 7,000 RPM rev limiter. Some dumb motherfuckers. I would like to see Ford bring back the Thunderbird as actual competition. Shut up. I don't care about Thunderbird. Thunderbird's bullshit. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me with the peasants. Congratulations to... Potential Pride Month Scammer. <laughs> and Lava Roush for winning the shirts. Let me know if you want large or extra large, and I'll get them shipped out. Uh, Tuesday, pulleys will ship out on the same day, Tuesday. So hopefully you guys will get your pulleys next week sometime, the people that won. And uh, we'll be back on... Tuesday, talking some shit Tuesday, seeing what happens over the weekend, seeing if, uh, I don't know, another coup attempt happens, and then we'll see if Tesla announces stuff on Cybertruck, we'll see if we hear more about the UAW talking shit on Ford, and more about the Ford Flash, and anything else that pops up. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and Monday. I'll try to get a video out on Gen 2, manual, boosted, coming up next. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>